I'm Wesley. And I'm Amber. And you're listening to The The Grim Grim Mystics. before we hit record leslie goes i go first because it's my episode right and i was like yep and then i just talked right over <laughs> no it was perfect and like i said that's going somewhere that, that is I mean, whether it's in the episode or not it's going somewhere yeah so if you guys if it's not in the episode you guys have no freaking idea what we're talking about <laughs> well no they do know because we just said that you you announced yourself first <laughs> that's true <laughs> so we're doing great <laughs> we're thriving yeah always. we we found a new program that we're hoping will work today so hopefully we don't have the 40 minute countdown <laughs> well i don't think i don't think we shouldn't but i also don't think this is new because it's like google teams and i think a lot of people do this but we just oh. like live under a rock yeah new to us like <laughs> literally like what last episode we were recording we were I w- we were literally looking at google and the options and we were like hey <laughs> look this is it this is a thing it's been sitting on our desktop the entire time <laughs> who would have thought <laughs> So we're doing great, guys. <laughs> and I'll apologize now. You thought I was raspy before. I'm extra raspy. Mm. I went out. Amber already knows this. We went out for my brother's birthday. Happy birthday, Kevin. Happy birthday, Kevin. I think he listens. Or <gasps> Kevin. If he doesn't listen, he does tell me he like pimps out our podcast. Okay. Well, either so, one is great. So. Yeah, I'll take both. <laughs> but and I was like, I don't know if I'm old now or if it's like I just didn't leave my house for like three years because of the pandemic. <laughs> It is so loud. Yes. And and, and busy. And yes. And like yes. my voice, you know, you guys, you guys can hear it. I, I don't have a loud voice. And mm-hmm. so I was like, this sucks. Like, I can't even talk. No one yeah. can hear me. <laughs> so you just sat there quietly, like kind of paying attention to everybody else. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's why it, like people, maybe I'm not an introvert. Maybe I just know that no one can hear what I'm saying. So oh, I just keep so my mouth just- shut. You're like, I don't want to repeat myself six times. Exactly. That I do. I do hate that. So see, I feel like in a weird way, like you and my dad could probably go to dinner if you sat right next to each other because my dad can't hear anything. <laughs> so a lot of the time he just sits there and like I have to tra- like I have to someone will say something and I'll turn to him and I'll tell him what they said. Is he like one of the guys who has like a good ear and a bad ear and you have to be like on the right side? They're both just bad. (laughs) It's from years of being a mechanic and not wearing ear protection. And then he's a metalhead. He's he's a metalhead. So it's also (laughs) all the concerts that him and my mom have gone to in the past. So he's just got bad ears. He like ruined (laughs) his ear canals. Mm -hmm. At a very young age. But Uh like, so I can just imagine like if you can sit right next to him and turn towards him, like you can talk quietly and he'll hear it. It's just, he can't hear you across like the table because it's too loud. So I feel like you and my dad, if we, uh, whenever we all go out to dinner again at some point, need to just sit by each other and then you guys can just fucking shit talk. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Well, okay. So we're seatmates and the rest of you guys, you know, and the rest of us will just like talk like normal humans at dinner Uh over the loud and you guys will just have your moments. (laughs) We'll be like, what do you think they're talking about? 
about now. I'm well, not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he'll really like, because if, including if you can like hear him a little bit better than him, then you can just kind of whisper to him what people are saying. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> So, but yeah, the, you are, you are pretty quiet, including when we, if the restaurant gets loud, like you can definitely tell you're just like, no one's going to hear me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so I'm just extra manly. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. And, um, I was thinking, you know, we, last week we talked about blowing up our feelings Mm-hmm. And I really want to blow up my feelings because I just feel like we need to address this. We do. Yep. And I think that we need to post stuff on some social media for next steps as well. Yeah. I just love that you know exactly what I'm talking about <laughs> without any preference um, mm-hmm. for those. I'm sure. I hope. I hope you know this. Um, Roe v. Wade was overturned. Yep. Um, which the Supreme Court decided that because abortion was not mentioned in the Constitution, it is not a constitutional right um, to be protected. So it is now up to states if they find abortion legal or illegal. And we've already seen multiple states move to make it illegal. Thank God we live in Colorado. I Thank God. have never thought about leaving my home state, but this solidifies that. Oh, we literally talked about it. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, moving is kind of appealing to in other states because we can get so much land and house, mm-hmm. you know, for our money. But like, most of Absolutely those states, not. Yeah, most of those states are the ones that are changing. Yes. Laws. Yes. Like I'm going to Missouri in a week and it's like, holy shit. It's kind of yeah. scary. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God I live in Colorado. Yeah. Time machine back to the 1950s for sure. Disgusting. Yeah. It's just terrifying. So and... w- with the rights that we had before Roe v. Wade was overturned, the future generations, as long as this continues, will never have the rights that we had. And I would like to point out, Roe v. Wade's focus was protection for privacy. Mm -hmm. So technically, it totally fucks with HIPAA and everything because the main point of that argument was that you have the right to privacy for your medical records. They just decided that's not a constitutional right any longer. And so now if anyone wants to witch hunt and find out what's going on with your medical records, they can. So... Just that. I, 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 yeah. we get, there's nothing left to say. Just yeah. that. And I'm sorry, but for the argument for the vaccines, and I've worked in a medical office, and for the past three years, it's been HIPAA, my constitutional right. Like, you can't ask me if I'm vaccinated coming into a public place because of HIPAA. That's gone. Yep, so get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, I'm very disappointed <laughs> in where we live right now. I'm, I'm not, not Colorado, but like the United States. <laughs> well, like we said, we're fine for now, but like, um, you know, a border state of ours is Wyoming mm-hmm. that probably will get overturned. I mean, maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. When I lived in Wyoming, I was pretty up to no on the mm-hmm. politics there. Yeah. And I would say back then, yes, it most mm-hmm. likely would be overturned. Yeah. So just because it doesn't affect you, it doesn't mean that it's not a problem. And um, like Amber said, well, I feel like I agree. We need to post some resources for women. Mm-hmm. Most, I'm sure most of the people listening are are women right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you're not a woman, this should be a problem. You should see the issue with this. 50% of our population is under attack. So if you know anyone with a uterus, it is affecting them. Your mother, your sister, your nieces, your granddaughters, this is affecting them. 
even people who don't identify as female, I feel like we should Mm -hmm. acknowledge too, you know? Of course, yes. Um, People who are just any person who is um like birthing able what i i know there is a term i don't think it's what i just said (laughs) um but anyone who's able to give birth is basically under wrap right now yeah under attack thank you so yes mm -hmm. so definitely um we're pissed (laughs) yeah fucking (laughs) pissed yeah like leslie and i are looking into um things that we can protest and stuff like that but that's also scary um and i watched a tiktok that and i didn't even think about this um if you get arrested and you get charged um, with a felony you can't vote so then if so then it's kind of keeping protesters away because we want to vote in november it's also a war on women because right Mm -hmm. just what you said um if you are a felon you're unable to vote so let's um criminalize abortion right let's criminalize Mm -hmm healthcare for women which would make us be felons which would enable us to vote it's a war on women on women yeah. it's an attack it's it yeah. is what it is if you are if you genuinely don't believe that i encourage you to do some open your open your mind and just do some research it yeah. it, it it is what it is and it's it's not a conspiracy theory it's mm-hmm. it's factual and it's backed yeah. up so yeah well and too you know the fact that religion is even getting brought into this is ridiculous because there the judaism and muslim communities believe that abortion is okay in this in situations where the mother is not fit to be a mother or the fetus or the embryo is life-threatening so by forcing a christian or catholic view on the world you're actually taking away from other religions and if you don't like abortion don't get one and if you think people who are going to get abortions are going to hell then more room for you and what you think heaven is yep mind your business get your fucking mind out of my uterus it doesn't yeah what what i do with my body what a woman does with their body what a person does with their body is not your fucking business so nope not at all so if there's anyone celebrating this that listens, get out of here. Goodbye. You're not welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and if anyone follows us and also feels that way, like, goodbye. Like, we we don't agree to disagree when people's human rights are being taken away. And that's it. And you can say, you know, this is our platform. This is something that Amber and I are passionate about, mm-hmm. of course, because it affects literally us. Mm-hmm. Um so if you don't like it, sorry about it. Sorry if you didn't want to hear, you know, get into politics. This is like Amber said, this is a human right. So yeah. skip forward, whatever. Sorry Stop if it listening. offended you. I was going to say, if it offended you, I'm not even really sorry. No. You, you probably don't belong here anyway. Yeah. So and, you know, stop listening. That's fine. Um, but again, it's your choice not to have an abortion. And those people just took away the choice for others. So we are living in a sad world right now and also (laughs) this is pissed off 50 percent of the population and i'm sorry but women are more scary when they're pissed off than men (laughs) yeah so you thought that we were annoying in drama or mm -hmm. whatever the fucking incels want to call us Mm -hmm. before (laughs) burn it to the fucking ground ladies yeah (laughs) eat the rich fuck them okay Mm -hmm. so that's our tangent we'll make sure we find stuff and we will post on social media ways to help Um, I did see a TikTok. I'll try to find it. But there are actual protesters who are protesting daily outside of Mitch McConnell's house. Good. (laughs) I hate that guy. And they have a website where 
you can uh, send money for rides so they can get there and so that they can get food and drinks. Um, so they're trying to That's great. take that worry off so people can just focus on getting there. And I love Mitch McConnell's neighbor is out there fucking dancing during these TikToks where they are marching back and forth in front of his house where he had six armed police officers guarding his front door. What a coward. Mm-hmm. And his neighbor is fucking twerking on his lawn <laughs> while they march. Good for them. Yep. Do you you want to know what I think of when I think of Mitch McConnell? You know what he looks like? What? You know when the the SpongeBob episode where Mr. Krabs like loses his shell and he's like this oh. like wrinkly, <laughs> disgusting like being of a mass? Yeah. That's what Mitch McConnell looks like. It's perfect. Prove me wrong. <laughs> so yeah, we're change my mind. We're just this is our feeling and. If you don't agree, you can stop listening. Um, we're there's the door. Yeah, we're <laughs> there's the door, bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That TikTok. Uh huh. So, but we're not gonna stand for it. Um, and also, our platform is not gonna be where you can go to argue with us about our beliefs either. So, if you don't agree, your choice is to stop listening and unfollow us, and we're okay with that totally okay with it there's so much drama in the podcast world right now like if if this is our drama I'm fine with that yeah. and and I don't think I mean I hope it's not I hope that our listeners would have, I mean I don't know I lose track of how many episodes we're on but I'm pretty sure they've got a good sense of who we yeah. are at this point yeah so so this shouldn't come as a surprise I think this is just the most direct we've ever been so now you know the true us yeah <laughs> welcome <laughs> we're annoying as fuck and think that people should keep their opinions out of our uterus <laughs> period <laughs> <laughs> all right you want to get into the episode since we were strict and stern we can go back to you know talking about murder <laughs> less stressful <Yes>. things <laughs> we're, and we're not talking about murder today oh. so it definitely will be less stressful there we go okay that's perfect so can you tell us where we're going on the map today, please? Of course. Today on the map, explorers, we are going to Latvia. To Latvia. Kind of broad. I didn't know what was before <laughs> Leslie told me. <laughs> yeah, so for those who don't know, it's a um, present-day Latvia is a country um, basically to the west of uh, Russia. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yep. So it's kind of by um, Belarus and... I had, yeah, so it's just a country. If I didn't know Latvia, I'm not going to know Belarus. <laughs> <laughs> Surely, I mean, I'm I'm not going to lie. Like, I obviously looked at a map. I don't, don't think that I know these <laughs> geographical terms straight off my head. Um, I definitely don't. Um, you know, we've admitted to not being good at maps <laughs> and all that stuff. And <laughs> Geography applies. Yeah, civics and geography were not my best classes. <laughs> Yes. So um, lots of sources. I think I'm going to do something a little different because there okay. really are a lot of sources. Everything is going to be linked into the de- in the description. Okay. Um, I'm We're talking like three different YouTube videos, oh a couple gosh. of articles. Yeah. Like, I mean, there were just a lot of sources um, okay. because I kind of went down a rabbit hole on this Ooh, one. Ooh, rabbit holes are fun. So today we are talking about paranormal doppelgangers. Oh, I don't know what that is. I know so, what, like a doppelganger is, but I've never yeah. heard of like a paranormal doppelganger. Okay, okay. So, so you know what a doppelganger is? Mm-hmm. Can you tell? Like, well, actually, a- I have a story about a doppelganger. Oh, <laughs> let's hear it. Let's hear it. So, um, 
oh, I, I can't tell this story because it involves the secret that we're going to announce next week. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> tell me. Well, I'll tell you and Leslie, you can cut it out. Okay. So the story Amber just told me, it was like a kind of funny story, right? Like some yeah. people say that doppelgangers are like your evil twin. and, and mm-hmm. that's, Or your opposite. <laughs> yes. And in that exact situation you just said, that could have been yes. like that person's, <laughs> right? Like exact opposite, evil twin, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, evil in the eye of the beholder, but yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah, so the term doppelganger um, comes from the German words, which is doppel, which means double, and ganger, which means walker or goer. Oh, God, walker. <laughs> <laughs> Skinwalker, PTSD. Flashback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so, the, <laughs> so the direct translation is um, double walker, which d- sounds fucking terrifying. A doppelganger is described or is defined, excuse me, as an apparition or double of a living person. Um, so some of the YouTube videos, like I said, like they said, you know, doppelgangers are kind of, they have an innocent, um, like a harmless lookalike. Like it's kind of funny. And I think that I even remember that there is like a website that you can upload your photo to and like pay a fee. What? And it'll like search for your doppelganger so you can find your lookalike. No, I wouldn't want that. Well, and okay, but like, how would you? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot to unpack. Um, (laughs) How you see yourself is like scientifically so distorted from actually how you're seen. Oh, that's a good point. So would you even recognize your doppelganger? Well, see, that's a really good point because there's actually like a ton of science behind this. Mm-hmm. I already told Amber, I did my research at 5 a.m. this morning. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't want a science lesson at 5 a.m. <laughs> um, so it's kind of interesting that you brought that up because one of the something that I read, I didn't read enough. I just basically glimpsed at it. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't I don't even know exactly which video it was on, but they say like scientifically there's not enough dna to go around so scientifically there is someone that's an exact replica of you (gasps) what yes yeah like they're like they literally said there's like not enough dna for everybody so like scientifically there is someone as similar dna as you so that but that then that your question like you said they say that we technically aren't going to recognize us because mm-hmm. we see the inverse of ourselves we never see ourselves looking straight on we see ourselves in a mirror so does your doppelganger like so is that why you recognize although no because you wouldn't recognize them because uh-huh. they would be flipped they would be the flipped version of you it's like when you flip the the picture that you take on selfie mode well, God damn it. We're finding all these holes and I haven't even started my whole story yet. I mean, but that's just like our brains not recognizing it. It could still totally be a thing, but actually recognizing it. That's true. Like, on the street. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like you would need someone to tell you. That's a good point. Oh, my God. Well, and that kind of explains, too, if people have like types while they're like dating. Oh, and if you line up all of the people someone's dated and they all can kind of look similar, I wonder if that's a thing, too. Like, they're, they might unknowingly be searching for doppelgangers or doppelgangers adjacent. Right. And so we all have, like, if, if there's not enough DNA to go around and we're all basically just, like, copy and paste. What did they say? Like, I copied and pasted in a different font. 
<laughs> like, yes. yes, like that's pretty much what it is. Oh my God, this is a trip. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And so, like I said, like, I'm pretty sure there was that website and it was like supposed to be harmless. Like, sounds like it should be like on a TLC show in like the early 2000s, right? Like where, yeah, like I met my doppelganger. Yes, exactly. Right. So, oh so, so these videos are like, oh, it's harmless and everybody thinks it's funny and da, da, da. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I Googled it, um, I only got, like, the demonic <laughs> and, like, paranormal stuff. <laughs> well, that's just your search history, Leslie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, <laughs> have I completely destroyed my Google? And I'm always just going to get the worst of the worst. <laughs> you need to make, like, an account that's, like, for work <laughs> and then an account that's, like, your normal Google so you can see what normal people see. Yeah, I'm just curious what my is, – is my point of view of the world, like, totally different than everybody else's? Oh, my God. I've never thought about that either. We're just unlocking weird shit. Like, what if I your know. Google history is controlling how you see the world? Oh, well, my God. honestly, it probably is. We probably just solved all of the fucking – the, cl- the culture war we're having in our country right now. Jesus. Yeah, it's just because you need to Google more broad things. Jesus. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. So I just thought that was funny because, yeah, all the videos were like, it's harmless and fun and da-da-da. And it, then I Google and it's like, double gangers will kill you. <laughs> like, it's like all fucking <laughs> terrible shit. Oh my god! Um, so, so I just thought that was funny. Um, no, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> but the term doppelganger was first used in 1796 in a novel. Wow. Um, when I looked up the author, it just said John Paul, which oh. I feel like there's a lot of John Pauls, and probably I feel like that's super vague. But yeah, including in 1776 when everything was very biblical. <laughs> I'm sure there were like 90,000 John Pauls. Yeah. Um, so John Paul wrote. Some John Paul wrote this book, and um, mind you, all this happened at 5 a.m., okay? So th- this is just a trip. My notes are a trip. <laughs> um, okay, so the novel the, the novel's name translates to flower, fruit, and thorn, um, or the married life, death, and wedding of the public defender F. St. Sibonkis in... Rishton blocking. Okay, so listen. Okay, that's that's the translation of that name. The when that I, was a name. Of, that's the name of the book. Oh my god! So so just listen here. Okay, so, so okay. the name of the book in German or in whatever um, like language, the pronunciation that Wiki told me is seven cheese. Okay, so I'm like okay. <laughs> So I can e- seven cheese. So I can either say that the name of this book is Seven Cheese and sound like a fucking idiot, <laughs> but that's what the pronunciation said it was. Or I can say so then I'm like, oh sick, there's a translation. But the translation is fucking flower, fruit, and thorn pieces, <laughs> or the married life, death, and wedding of the public defender, F. Saint Sabrinkus of Friction <laughs> So either way, I'm fucked. Well, and I, you have to think, too. So 1776, this is probably a very older version of German than what's used in translations yes. today. <laughs> yes. So this is the 5 a.m. This is what I got. <laughs> I can only imagine you at, like, 5 a.m. with your hair in a bun and you're, like, all disheveled <laughs> and your glasses are, like, you know, <laughs> half off your face and you're trying to read this and be like, what the fuck <laughs> did I just read? 
Am I am I on drugs? Did I just have a stroke? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> yes. Okay. So so doppelganger was okay. first found in that that story, which actually is a comedy. Um, apparently, when I looked at the genre of the book, it's a comedy. So it sounds like quite the name. Okay. <laughs> well, so seven cheese sounds funny. So. so seven cheeses. Yep. Okay. Um, so that was the first time that the word doppelganger was used and it described a lookalike. So it was described mm. in the right context here. Mm-hmm. However, he did like throw a T somewhere in the word. So it was like doppelganger. Grr, I, I don't know. Oh. And doppelganger, you can find like the idea in a lot of different cultures. Um, in Irish folklore, there's a natural, a supernatural, excuse me, phenomenon called a fetch, where it's basically like a, a double of a person. Um, it's described as an exact double of a living person and is said to be an <gasps> omen. Can I say an- something that's totally off topic? Yeah. So you know how Gretchen Wieners tried to bring fetch back? That's so fetch, uh-huh. And she would change her look to match. <gasps> She'd be a doppelganger of Regina George. Oh, my gosh. Whoever her leader was. Yeah, and then when she switched over to the group where she was allowed to wear big hoop earrings, finally, <laughs> and she changed her look entirely to look like that group's leader, I'm just saying. You're so smart. Oh, my gosh. There was actually some like <laughs> some reasoning behind that. Thank you. Oh my gosh. No, it not, not saying that there wasn't reason behind yours, but like the authors, like I never would have thought that. I mean, I have no idea if they thought that either, but I can I see mean, the connection. You can make them sound way smarter than they might have thought than they might have meant to be. Hey, but I can completely see that connection. Mm-hmm. So interesting. And Regina George got hit by a bus, and in Irish folklore, um, when you see a fetch, it's an omen of an upcoming death. So oh oh. <laughs> Look at us making connections to the 20... Are we in the 21st century still? 22nd? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we're in the fucking 18th century, though, well, with these stupid-ass yeah. laws. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Wherever we've flown back to. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, there's the fetch. Hold on. I need a coffee break. This is a okay. fucking shit show. <laughs> there's also, in the in Korean folklore, um, there's something called... The Jingsan, excuse me, tiger. And I Googled that and practiced that so many times. And I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Okay. Um, I almost actually did my entire episode on this. Oh, okay. This this tiger is a giant tiger that has long white hair and glowing blue eyes. Um, and it mimics the exact sound of a living person and like lures its victims into the forest and then eats them. So it's a fucking skinwalker that's taking over a tiger. <laughs> yes, in Korean folklore. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> so there's that. Um, <laughs> in ancient Egypt, there are stories about something called the ka, um, which, descri- which was described as one aspect of the soul depicted as a spirit identical to the body. So again, just in real fancy words, just your soul in a different physical form, basically. Scotland, this is my favorite, and I obviously had to save this for last because I am Scottish. Um, Scotland has these fairies called changelings, 
and um, they come and steal your babies. And, oh my god! <laughs> and um, take their place as like sick little demon babies, and then the parents are like, "It's the changelings, and that's why this kid is so bad." And then they would like <laughs> leave them outside their house, and then the baby would like die. But it was the oh. changeling, and so then they made themselves feel better. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a doppelganger of the baby, but it was like a little demon sick baby. Huh. So I wonder how many Scottish people killed their children <laughs> by leaving them outside. Honestly, probably a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> terrifying. So they're saying that every regression of a child, because I have learned that that is a thing that happens. You get on a good cycle. There's a regression at almost every point in changing <laughs> oh God. as a child grows. So every regression, they were like, changeling. <laughs> out the demon <laughs> baby it's not it's not yeah. my fault it's not possibly something that i did to cause this yeah. it's the demons <laughs> or you know your baby just growing and developing normally <laughs> or maybe the baby was sick I, and i actually in outlander which i know i bring up like all the time it's my favorite <laughs> but um they even say that like it was basically just to make them feel better if their baby was mm-hmm. like sick they were like oh it was the fairy that did it and now they're with the fairies and this the baby that died was actually this demon changeling not oh. my baby oh uh, isn't well, that sad <laughs> whatever helps you sleep at night <laughs> <laughs> exactly i mean I, I hope that's not still happening oh, I, in scotland hopefully uh <laughs> i'm sure there are laws that even if people believe that it won't get they won't get away with it hopefully <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know when I go back to the homeland. That's the ultimate goal. So, <laughs> um, Even Edgar Allan Poe has a story called William Wilson. Hmm. And it's about this like asshole who, um, <laughs> as a little boy, um, sees his doppelganger and is like a complete dick to him because he's mm-hmm. like, well, you're trying to be like me. You're like impersonating me and is super mean to this little boy. That's his like exact lookalike. And um, long story short, like it, the little, the doppelganger haunts him and like makes his life terrible. And then he ends up dying by suicide. So, oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, either way, in every story, in every culture, seeing your doppelganger is pretty bad luck. It's bad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty bad. (laughs) So, maybe that's why our brains don't register them because we're protecting ourselves. (gasps) Oh my God. Maybe that (laughs) is. You just solved it. I solved it. the mystery. <laughs> Our brains are like, I'm literally trying to save your life, bitch. Yeah, so like, I'm not showing you what you look bitch, like. Stop, stop looking at this person. Stop. <laughs> that's exactly it. You just solved it. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I've got for um, like uh, history and like where they came from and. Mm-hmm. Really good research. Holy guacamole. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. In, so in real life, because, um, you know, sure, we can talk about, like, urban legends and folklore, but doppelgangers are actually, like, in real life medicine as well. So there was a man named – he's actually – he's not – he's still alive. Sorry. His name is Peter. <laughs> Peter Brugger. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is a neuroscientist. And he's a researcher for the Zurich University in Switzerland. And in 1996, he released, I don't know if it's like an article or like a medical journal or like whatever the fuck they're called, but he released this article called Unilaterally Felt Presences, The Neuropsychiatry of One's Invisible Doppelganger. What the fuck is with these names? 5 (laughs) a.m. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it's not good research advice. No. <laughs> not easy to read for you at No, adults. it's way too much work. <laughs> um, okay, so, um, yeah, that really long. So this writing was Peter's understanding of why people see their doppelganger. Okay. So prior to this article, to this journal, um, Peter had a patient who had a strange experience where when he was 21, um, he was being treated for seizures and decided that he no longer wanted to take his medications. Casual. Mm -hmm. Um, Shortly after he stopped taking his medications, he woke up one morning from his bed to see an exact replica of himself still laying in bed. That sounds like an out of body experience. Yeah, right. That's what I think, too. Mm-hmm. So, so then he realizes he looks at the, his clock and he realizes that he's late for work and somehow understands or comes to the memory or whatever. He realizes that he is late for work and he's not going to work, but he's been like drinking all bet all day. He's just been like drinking beer and like being uncharacteristic all day. Mm-hmm. So he's like, so that's happening, and there's this exact replica of me laying in bed, but I am conscious and can, can am standing and am in my bedroom. Hmm. So he's freaking out, and he starts like hitting the his the version of him in bed, and he's like screaming, and he's trying to wake himself up, and um, then he starts like having different point of views. One second he's the version of him laying in bed. And the next second, he's the version of him yelling at the other one. Oh, God. Yeah. So he's having these like this crazy experience. And um, out of anger, he like decides he can't deal. He cannot handle seeing his his two bodies anymore. And um, he jumps out of the window of his apartment attempting to take his own life. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, And so the man... He ended up jumping four stories um, because that's where his apartment was. But he apparently only sustained, quote unquote, fall related injuries. I mean, Um, I bet he (laughs) fucking did. Uh, (laughs) um, And he landed in this like giant bush. And so he ended up surviving. Okay. Um, So while they're treating him for his fall related injuries, um, they discover that he actually had a tumor in his temporal lobe. Uh-huh. And upon removing the tumor, his seizure stopped and his doppelganger experience ended. Oh, okay. He had a tumor. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a lot of like science and like mm-hmm. neurological lessons and I what, you know, I I obviously didn't do the the, the reading. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> but he basically said that um seeing your doppelganger is a neurological mechanism underlying the illusion that seems to be a projection of your uh, parts of your body Hmm. there's lots of paraphrasing in there because there were a lot of really big words (laughs) and um yeah so it's like a a hallucination you're basically hallucinating yourself okay so is peter kind of saying then that if you do see your doppelganger like go get your head scanned for a tumor okay yeah Mm -hmm. like something's probably wrong huh and I, I want to just say, maybe this man also was having hallucinations because he stopped taking his seizure medications. I Probably. Mean, uh, you know, maybe that had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Call me crazy. I don't know. Well, and like kind of what you were describing before all the science um, is also like sleep paralysis. 
um, mm-hmm. it kind of made it seem like. And I experienced that um, not as much anymore. I used to experience it way more terrifying oh it's horrible like you can literally like float above your body and see it and like and i've actually experienced like seeing because like the sleep paralysis thing is also saying like there's an old hag that sits on your chest so i've actually experienced seeing like some something sitting on my chest that looks like it should be in like where the wild things are terrifying and then like in a split second it like was over in the other side of my room um and like you can't and whatever it is like i know there are some people that believe in that and some people that don't like whatever but the terrifying part is you can't get up whether it's your brain and you're sleeping or the hag is really there which for me it was very real yeah that's so scary (laughs) um but yeah you like literally can't move so like it kind of sounds like it could be a mixture of like all of that almost that and a little later in the episode um we'll talk about like maybe even like astral projection you know Mm, oh yeah 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 so i know when you first told me about your um sleep paralysis experiences Mm -hmm. i was so scared for you i'm i'm so sorry that you experienced (laughs) that i'm so for of all the things that i have experienced Mm -hmm. thank god that's not one of them and so i can't imagine how scary that was yeah, I got it to because I still get like sleep paralysis every once in a while, but I can usually like talk like talk myself through it and then just go back to bed and then I wake up and I can move. Oh my gosh, um, it's so scary though. Terrifying. And it's not very often. Yeah, it's not very often, but I've only seen the hag once, and then I um, actually had a coworker who gave me a necklace that had the evil eye on it, um, and I wore that for like three months and it stopped okay so sleep paralysis stopped for a while and then i never saw the hag again and now every once in a while i get it but it's not nearly as intense terrifying (laughs) yeah okay and i still have the necklace so like if it got too intense again i would just probably put the necklace on again oh okay good at least at least that worked yeah i mean i believed in it so Mm -hmm. that's all that mattered yeah exactly so um not to uh lesson your sleep paralysis experience (laughs) no let's move on (laughs) so not only is this backed up um with peter's you know scientific um explanation but there is a neuro i can't say it again neurologist um at the swiss federal institute of technology Mm -hmm. and his name is olaf blank and Olaf Olaf it's so cute cute. and um Olaf was actually able to induce an out-of-body experience for a woman that he was treating with temporal lobe epilepsy really yeah so like I said lots lots of scientific reasons and lots of science to it we're not a science podcast so I've already spent (laughs) so much time on actual fact (laughs) on actual facts and that's just you know we're, we're talking spooky stuff here so that's enough of that no more science. <laughs> so yeah, so we've talked like the folklore. Now I've talked the science. And now I'm just going to talk some fun doppelganger experiences. Oh, yay. So someone that experienced their doppelganger um, was actually Abraham Lincoln. Mm, that's not good. <laughs> well, so something that I think I had actually known but um, had forgotten until this morning was that Abraham Lincoln and his wife, Mary Todd, um, would actually have like seances in the White House. What? I never knew that. Like, I think I remember, but I don't know. Yeah, they were like actually very paranormal and very creepy and like 
right up our alley. Cool. Oh, man. Well, and I get so apparently it started um, after the death of their child, Willie, who um, died at the age of 11 of typhoid. Oh. And so they would have like seances and rituals Mm -hmm. to like talk to to Willie, who died at the White House. And something like not related to doppelgangers, but also kind of funny that I read um, that Abraham Lincoln actually dreamed that he died by an assassin like pretty shortly before he actually died of oh my gosh so they were like a witchy people yes he was super witchy which i love yeah um but when he saw his doppelganger was in 1860 like right after he was elected president and he and mary todd were at their home in illinois and um abraham lincoln looked up and he happened to look into a mirror where he saw a double image of himself Um, Lincoln recalls that his own face was like pale and sickly and he looked tired, but his double, which he knew wasn't him, looked like alive and looked healthy. Um, And so when he told Mary Todd that he just saw his fucking double, um, Mary Todd like freaked out and was like, it's a prophecy. And I think it's telling you that you're going to die during your second term. Well, spoiler alert, he died in his first term, but... Um... She, she was a little more hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, either way, I mean, it's still bad luck. Creepy. Still, And yeah, it wasn't right after he saw his doppelganger, well, but... it takes time. That takes time. Like, it takes time if you want to communicate with people from, you know, different realms. Like, everything takes time. It's not instant. We're used to instant, but everywhere else is not. Yep, exactly. Wow. That, so it's just kind of creepy, kind of crazy. But yeah. Well, and now, like, Abraham Lincoln's, like, my favorite president, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that that's Abraham Lincoln. And, like, it's kind of crazy. I didn't realize that he was, like, super paranormal and kind of creepy. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, the last story, the last thing I'm going to say, and this is our biggest story, um, was about a woman named Emily Sage. Um, mm-hmm. th- so there was a woman who was born in 1813. Um, in France, named Emily Sage. Um, one of the YouTube videos that I watched about her um, said that she was maybe from Dijon. <laughs> oh, like the mustard? Yeah, apparently. And so I was like, are they bullshitting? There is actually a village called Dijon in France. Oh, did they make the mustard? <laughs> uh, my assumption is yes. That's probably where mm. it came from. But I cool. I didn't do the, that research. <laughs> <laughs> You mean you did? You didn't go on another rabbit hole tangent? No. Th- at this point, it was like seven a.m., and I was like, I don't really care that much <laughs> about mustard. Um, and so, uh, one of them, I guess they like, I don't know, they did the research, and there was a woman named Emily, but her last name was Saget, with a T rather than Saget, but kind of pronounced the same in France. Um, mm-hmm. who was also born in 1813, and she was from Dijon, so they kind of thought maybe that's who she was. Uh-huh. But Emily's story um, was shared by Robert Dale Owen in his book called The Footfalls on the Boundary of Another World, which sounds Jesus. awesome. Yeah. Um, and that was published in 1860. Uh-huh. Robert was told the story of Emily by a woman named Julie von Gudenstubble, I don't know, some German name, um, mm-hmm. who attended an elite boarding school called, God damn it, Pen- <laughs> Penisot von Neuwickel, 
1845. <laughs> and um, this school was located in present day Latvia. So now we're finally okay. to Latvia. We finally made it. Okay. Woohoo. <laughs> we're in Latvia, guys. Here we are. <laughs> um, so Emily was one of Julie's teachers at the school. And Emily was described as attractive and smart and well-liked and, you know, the usual. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was 32 at the time. And mm-hmm. something kind of weird about Emily was that she was on her 19th school in her 16 years of teaching. So, like, nowadays I'd be like... That's like not keeping a job. <laughs> yeah, like, girl, you're not going to get that job. Yeah. Like, you've, you've quit or have been fired, like... 18 other times yeah. like and <laughs> too many holes in your resume <laughs> yeah red flag um <laughs> but i like maybe because she was so nice and she was so beautiful or what mm. i don't know so obviously we could trust her mm-hmm. <laughs> but julie did say that it, it didn't actually take very long to figure out why emily had bounced from job to job and that was because emily had a doppelganger uh which was an entity that would appear at random times throughout the day which was an exact double of Emily. Hmm. Now, this doppelganger was described as um, it would mimic Emily exactly as she did. It didn't talk. But whenever it would appear, the real Emily would get tired and would look ashen and lo- would look pale. And it was just like this this creepy fucking experience for all involved. So the doppelganger would show up where Emily was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was oh. like literally following Emily oh. and would just appear. And then she'd look like shit and the doppelganger would look normal but wouldn't talk. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And and so it's like maybe she was either quitting or fire, was getting fired from all these mm-hmm. places because she's like fucking ghost girl and <laughs> no one wants to hang out with one of those. Yeah, and... that makes sense. <laughs> so yeah, so they were like, that's probably why she keeps getting fired. Mm. Um, one of the examples given was one day where Emily was teaching a class of 17 girls and she was writing on the chalkboard. Her back was to the class and it was fine. And all of a sudden a second Emily appeared. Um, the original Emily kept writing and had chalk in her hand and you know, it was displaying, it looked normal, Mm -hmm. but the second, the double was mimicking her and copying and writing, but she didn't have chalk. So it just looked creepy because there was this person writing without any, right, nothing was happening. Oh, that gave me goosebumps. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so it was said that, like, everybody could see the double. Everyone else saw the double, but Emily didn't. Well, it's probably good that Emily didn't see it. Well, so my question is, is, like, did anyone fucking say anything? Like, girl, you got a fucking (laughs) demon on your back. Or did we just let Emily deal with it in silence and nobody said anything? And then she just thought she would get random spouts of, like, sickness or whatever. Right. And so then I'll play devil's advocate again because it's like, well, but if it's bad luck to see your doppelganger. You don't want to tell her. Yeah. Like, are they doing her a solid? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Because then if she, like, maybe her brain is blocking it and then if they make her aware of it, her brain will see it. Yeah, but, like, she has to be aware of it, right? Like, if I had been fired 18 times, I'd be like, um, can I get a review? <laughs> um, I can just, I know why? I wonder if, like, I mean, this is just an assumption, but what if when her doppelganger comes, she, like, forgets? Or does, is she just, like, yeah, like, totally unfazed uh-huh. because she's used to this fucking doppelganger? Maybe, and she just doesn't know what it is, but it's just, like, a thing that happens to her. 
Yeah. Like one of the videos I watched said that they researched stuff about her childhood. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find anything about her childhood. So I'm not entirely sure that's accurate. But mm-hmm. in the video, it said that like even as a kid, she had this double and people actually genuinely thought she had a twin and they just like didn't talk. But she like had this double. So has she just lived with this her whole life? So she's just and then unfazed. Everyone, yeah. And everyone just thought she had a twin that was like mute. Yeah. I I know. So weird. It just is weird. Um, And so, yeah, so that was like one of the very first times when they noticed her double. Yeah, it was when she was just writing on the chalkboard. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, sorry. I'm I'm going through my notes here. Uh, I got distracted because like I said, like she has to know. She has to know. 18 times. You just have to be like, obviously something is wrong. Something's up. Yeah. You don't know what, but something's up. Yeah, exactly. Um, one of the other examples that was given was a student who, um, was, so Emily was helping the student with like a dress, like she was getting ready for this like big event and Mm -hmm. was working on the back of her dress. And I guess the student looked up into the mirror and saw two Emily's working (gasps) on her on her dress and fainted and like passed out. And, oh my God. Um, students would say that when Emily was eating lunch, all of a sudden the double would like appear next to her just like sitting in thin air and would mimic her eating but like wouldn't have utensils and wouldn't have food so would yeah, that the- one would be kind of funny <laughs> <laughs> oh see they said it was like creepy and terrifying I'm sure, but i'm sure in the moment but i'm just imagining someone like eating a sandwich like or like an apple no sandwich yeah <laughs> yeah like it'd be so terrifying in the moment but it'd be right. so, it's funny in my head <laughs> well cuz they'd be like chewing and it would look like they were actually eating oh my god and then and there would be nothing there and like swallowing <laughs> yes yeah right oh. so weird oh my god so on the last day supposedly when emily was the last the very last day she was supposedly ever seen 42 girls were in a sewing class and um the teacher needed to get up and leave mm-hmm. and told the girls you know keep sewing lots to unpack here because a teacher a former teacher the idea of 42 girls to one teacher sounds horrible unreasonable. horrifying <laughs> just awful yeah. and so so yeah she probably like had to pee <laughs> so she probably yeah. she's like I, I need a fucking minute <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so so she left the room of 42 girls and i fuck and it wasn't you know it, they didn't say it but i doubt the girls were quietly sewing yeah i doubt it mm-hmm. And so they were probably were acting a fool and they looked outside and they saw Emily picking flowers in the garden. And all of a sudden someone looks over and notices, oh, but there's also an Emily sitting at the chair in our classroom. (gasps) Oh no, the double's doing whatever it wants now. (laughs) (laughs) And and the doppelganger wasn't talking, but, but Emily was just sitting there. And so the girls are seeing an Emily in a chair and they look out the window and they see Emily in the garden. Oh my God. I would shit my pants and run out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> and so obviously they're freaking the fuck out. Right. And they look out and, and they notice the Emily that's gar- that's in the garden is pale and looks tired. That's the and real Emily. <laughs> Yeah. they're with the demon emily <laughs> and and i mean i feel like if i was this author who's hearing this story i'd be like so what happened yeah i i, I would have had to pay to read the book i didn't obviously oh. wasn't doing that at 8 a.m so um yeah I, I don't know exactly like how it ended but they asked emily like later 
but but I also don't understand how they asked her later if this was the last day she was seen. I I don't anyway. Lots of holes in the story. Um, <laughs> as this is my story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot of holes in my story. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they ask her later. They're like, yeah, what, you know, did you feel weird when you were in the garden? Like, we noticed you looked sick. And I guess Emily was like, oh, I felt fine. But I did notice that that sewing class, like, I really wished that I had been in that classroom because they needed a teacher in there. Oh, my God. So the doppelganger did what she wanted oh my gosh what if it's not bad okay hold on (laughs) yes what if like it shows up when she's like really stoked or thinks like you know you have those moments of like god if there were two of me my life would be so much easier right now like yes so what if like she showed up in the cafeteria and she was like damn this sandwich is bomb i wish i could eat it again (laughs) like this is the best pbj i've ever fucking had (laughs) on this planet i need to eat it twice yeah and then like and then the double appeared uh uh-huh and then what if like while she's writing she's just like so hyped to be in a classroom again and she really enjoyed the 12 students she had because she didn't have to have 42 and <laughs> so the doppelganger's like, yeah, like soak this moment in, bitch. Like this is fucking awesome. <gasps> yeah, and the forty-two kids when I, the teacher leaves, the girls are probably acting a fool, and, and that probably like, pissed Emily yeah, off. She was like, they need a fucking teacher in there. So she's like, her doppelganger, gang, yes, ganger, with <laughs> ganker went in and was like, you guys are fucking rowdy. I'm just gonna scare the fuck out of you. <laughs> Exactly. Like, I swear, I think Emily did all this shit on purpose. I feel like she was like uh, Mary Poppins. She could like pro- project her doppelganger. Like, she she probably fucking knew. And she could just like send her doppelganger wherever she wanted. Like, they were tethered somehow and she was able to control it. Right. Like, was she like astral projection? Like, projecting? Oh, or was it like Emily from another parallel universe? And it was like her coming back to like help herself out? Like a Hermione Granger like turn, you know? Oh, Time yes yeah thing. right like Hermione oh. Hermione did it so she could take like 37 credits in one semester mm-hmm. but <laughs> and the one rule was you could not see yourself oh my god so that's why Emily is like I'm not even gonna look for it and it was oh my god she had a fucking time turner <laughs> she was essentially Hermione Granger is basically what we're saying oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. How weird. I know. Isn't that so funny? So, I I mean, that's literally the episode. But isn't that like... <laughs> well, and so then you said, like, it's kind of confusing, but then she wasn't seen again after that? That's what they said. Yeah, they said that was the last time she was working at that school. So, so I wonder if her changing is because people, like, she can only be there so long before people start to, like figure it out yeah she's a fucking witch and that she they're gonna yes. burn her down like yes we know that that existed mm-hmm. so she like for whatever reason stayed in this town but clearly had enough schools to kind of travel between oh my god so then she probably like started a whole new life and was like fuck this place and then yeah girl we just solved it oh my god like <laughs> she was just like they're catching on and then like and it's probably true, too. Like you said, you can't see your doppelganger. So, like, maybe she has this control over this entity and she doesn't realize, like, it looks like her or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, so her brain is still blocking her from seeing herself. But she knows she has something she can project and deal with. Yeah, it's like a little helper. Yeah. Oh my That's God. so funny. <laughs> 
we need to figure out how Emily did this and like make a pill for it and sell it to oh my god like, all sell it to like all the parents all the moms <laughs> all the moms yeah. all the teachers all the yeah all the parents yeah everyone who feels like they need to split into two people to like get their shit done in a, in 24 hours oh my god i want that right i always joke with my boss like that sh- they should invest in cloning because it'd be easier <laughs> for them to clone the workers that they have than finding someone new that'll actually stick around. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so if they just invested in cloning, they could just clone all the workers. <laughs> Call it good. Genius. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> That's a good story. Just something light. I needed something happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've we've been pretty on. We've been on a dark train. <laughs> We have. And the world's already dark enough as it is. <laughs> I know. I needed to bring some yeah. funny and not so serious. Oh, my God. That is so interesting. Like, I want to read that book now. I know. Me too. I'm And I'm curious, like, is it a bunch of, like, stories like that of weird, creepy shit from, like, the 1800s? Or is it just about Emily? And he, like, Oh, I don't think so. Oh, no? Maybe. I don't think so. Oh, that would be really interesting. I don't even know if she was a real person. Like I said, well, they they like tracked her to maybe being from Dijon, but mm. the last name was different. So, but maybe if she's a witch, she like changed it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you know, again, so the 1800s, like that French era is very different than like the French era in the next century. And like languages change. Mm-hmm, that's true. So, oh, my God, that was so cool. Oh, thanks. It's way less scary than the fucking skinwalkers. I was like, oh, my God, we're going down this road again. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not going to be able to sleep for another three days. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> I'm going to have everyone tell me it was scary and they had to stop listening to it. <laughs> I love that. I just I love that I can bring that to some. But no, this one's not not scary. Ooh, that was so good, Leslie. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, so we'll have to look into. So if that book, you could still buy it. I wonder if you can buy like a translated like an English version, obviously you were yeah, able to. Yeah, I think it. I, I'm pretty sure I saw it on Amazon actually. Oh my god. Okay. Well, you'll have to everything. Send, you'll have to send me the link because I actually really want to read that. Okay. Yeah. No, I do too. <laughs> we'll share it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that was so good for research at 5 a.m. <laughs> Thank you. Not bad. I know. I'm like a doppelganger expert here. Yeah, you within are. Five hours. Oh my gosh. But you need to like protect yourself too because don't maybe yeah maybe that's something maybe emily like researched it looked into it and then her doppelganger was just like summoned to her so you got to be careful <laughs> yeah i don't want that no i will say though that, that you just reminded me our our new friends um at the heartland darkland yes. po- podcast they are so cool like mm-hmm. cassie cassie and i talk a lot and she will tell me about experiences that they have had with the podcast uh-huh. they are like so much cooler than us <laughs> But um, she was telling me about she was telling me about an experience and um, she sent me a link for sage that comes in a spray form. <gasps> it's like lavender spray sage. Oh, my God. I need that, too. Yes. I'm going to I'll send you that, too. Okay. I was like she told me I was like, excuse me, you're telling me that it comes in spray form. Yeah, because I've been <laughs> seriously trying to find something for my house just to kind of clear it up. And, you know, we've lived here a couple of years and just want to kind of clear it up a little bit and zhuzh mm-hmm. it. So. yeah and she said that it's that she likes the lavender because it smells nice yeah. and like is calming and soothing mm, and i like that well and we yeah. haven't really talked about the heartland uh darkland podcast 
on on our pod we posted something when we took our break about where to binge them so you and cassie talk a lot and me and shannon have just accepted that like we're new podcast friends (laughs) (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) like we both are just like okay cool we're gonna roll with it (laughs) well and you and shannon are some like similar because Mm -hmm. cassie is the the ghost one right like she's the the cryptid one and Mm -hmm. like terrifies shannon and shannon just deals with it and uh (laughs) and she talks more about like the true crime like yes and the deep dark for whatever reason ghosts freak me out but murders i'm like okay <laughs> i can understand that though because it's like murder is like a real person you can mm-hmm. you know but physically like, see it the ghost stuff freaks me out it, probably you're right for that reason because i can't see yeah it. but they well, are our pod- like defenseless too yeah sorry no that's okay yeah we're defenseless with it too but they're like we called them that's so funny when you told me about cassie you were like they're literally our podcast doppelgangers and i listen <gasps> <laughs> tying it back in um <laughs> But I listen, I've been listening to their pod. I started at episode one and kind of binged while we were taking a break. And uh-huh. I'm, I'm all caught up now. But, like, it's kind of funny. Like, they they do sound like just how they talk to each other and all that. Like, it's a lot like us. <laughs> yes. I think they're a little bit more um, polished. Yes. <laughs> than um, us. But <laughs> they definitely are. Well, and I listen to their podcast and they're such uh, good speakers. <laughs> I know. They're so articulate. They like, don't say like and um at all. I know. <laughs> I just want to listen. I love, I think Shannon has a great like speaking voice. She does. I love it. Yeah, it's really good. So, um, but that's so cool that you guys are talking and she's giving you recommendations. I love it. Well, and I saw too, they were like on the news. Yes. When they first started their podcast, like they just, they're, they're cool. so cool. I know they're way know. cooler than us. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm kind of glad that like, I mean, Again, you and Cassie have this like cool, awesome friendship going, and then we're just like tagging along. Like, yeah, this is great, <laughs> which I love. It's the best type of friendship for me. <laughs> well, no, we want to do a, a collab too, and so okay, um, yeah, I know it's just a matter of getting our lives together. Yes, which but... is a personal flaw of mine. Um... <laughs> but that's okay. Like it'll it'll be a future thing. Um, yes, and just so our listeners know, the Heartland Darkland, um, they only do cases is it in the heartland yes in the heartland itself Uh uh-huh yeah so and that's like a stretch of like a certain number of states i i never know because it feels like a lot of them it's basically like the midwest essentially okay okay yeah because i know it's a pretty big stretch so they they just focus on that area that's where they're from um but definitely go listen to them because they were super sweet and gave us a shout out a couple of episodes ago for them yeah they did and we did a, a social media shout out when we were on a break, but we want people to go check them out because they they're so fun. <laughs> they really are, and like I said, they're they're like so much more polished than us, <laughs> and like so much more um, like professional. Like all of our friends that we connect in podcasting, Amber, we're always like they're so much more. <laughs> I know like, organized than us, but yeah, that's we okay. Just, we just live in the chaos, um, and they uh, clear. I mean, they're they're both parents i think too, yes right? they are so uh-huh. i feel like that's part of it <laughs> <laughs> they're moms so they have to yeah, be organized they have to be a little bit more organized than we do <laughs> but you know what amber that works for us it's okay yeah that's like our that's how we thrive yeah, yeah exactly it's our thing <laughs> so but yeah so go check out heartland darkland um and then yeah like just there you go. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, probably no clue today. Amber, you and I didn't discuss that, but... I do have a clue. But don't you want to save it? Because 
we may be okay okay i have a clue okay leslie and i are getting title changes oh i should have known that (laughs) (laughs) so that's our clue there is a title change coming for the both of us the next episode um i know leslie will have to do some editing but i did say there was a surprise and I mean, I'm super hopeful um, <laughs> that the next episode is us telling you what the surprise is. <laughs> there are I, some lo- some logistics that we're waiting on, but I think we can announce it but for next episode. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it'll be our next episode. <laughs> if not, then you'll know the secret before and then the clue, will, you'll already know it, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, so we're, we're getting title changes and we have a surprise for you guys for next episode. So we'll see you then. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) Oh, that was cute. Thank you. The Grim Mystics was written and produced by Amber Skrbic and Leslie Gregg. Cover art was done by Leah Taylor. The Grim Mystics theme song was written and produced by Bear and Abby Golden. You can find us on Instagram at The Grim Mystics. You can also follow The Grim Mystics on Facebook at The Grim Mystics.